Are you ready to discover and unlock your full potential in God? Are you ready to release the power of God in your life? Or do you sense that purpose and destiny are beckoning you to take a leap of faith? If so, continue to listen to this episode. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. I'm going to share uncompromising truth and amazing insights as we partner with God on our journey to wholeness, purpose, and to pursue our callings and passion. Take a listen and please stay tuned to the end of the episode. I've got some exciting updates to share with you. See you in just a few minutes. Well, thank you for tuning in again to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and I am so glad you're taking time out of your busy schedule to sit and dialogue with me, to reason with me, and to rationalize with me concerning things that are near and dear to all of our hearts. Last week, we started talking about relationships and what it means to be in a relationship and what does it really mean And obviously, this was on the heart and mind of God and you because we've had such great feedback. But buckle your seatbelts. We're going to go further in dialoguing about relationships today. I want to tell you, this is going to be life changing. Make sure you take a moment, subscribe, download, share the podcast with your friends, your family, your neighbors, because we are talking about life changing things and it's going to be phenomenal. So let's do a quick recap. When we say relationships, we're talking about how things connect, how things relate and that relationships in and of themselves are neither good nor bad. It's just a definition. So relationships can be good and healthy or they can be bad and unhealthy. They can be productive or toxic but it doesn't change the fact that it's a relationship. Now, before we go any further, let me make sure I thoroughly define this because at the root word of relationship is the word relation. It's all about relation. And relation really is about a connection. It's a connection between two or more things or parts. So a single entity or a single person or a single thing cannot be in a relationship with itself. It must be two things that come together or connect. Let me say that again. It's the way two things or two people, two groups, two nations, two countries, two separate entities, they come together and connect because at the root word of relations, is the word relate. And when we say the word relate, we mean it's a logical or casual connection between something. It's, it's, it's proven or unproven, whether it's, it's, it's tangible or not tangible. It means that we have a connection, a solid connection between the two. And so when we say relationships, we're talking about the way two different, two or more entities interact, communicate, the way we dialogue, the way we share values. It's simply the two coming together 
to become one. Now, it's not a bad thing, but let me give you some good analogies. To the person being abused, they are in a relationship with their abuser. As unhealthy as it seems, it is still a relationship. To the mother with a newborn child, they have a relationship. The man loving on his dog, that's a relationship. The husband and their wife, that's a relationship. Unbelievers to God, even if they don't accept or acknowledge him, that's a relationship. But even me and my interaction with Christ, that's a relationship. And so you get a picture that relationships are varied. They can be strong or weak. They can be intense or they can be fainting and failing. But at the end of the day, we've got to explore how things connect, how they interact, what's going on at the heart of them. Because if not, we may abuse the very thing that we need in our life, and that's relationships. I want to remind you that as we said last week, God looked at Adam and said, it is not good for man to be alone. That is very interesting because Adam walked in the cool of the garden with God. They fellowshiped together. But on many levels, they could not relate well together. Oh, you might want to hear that again. They interacted with each other, but they couldn't relate well. For he was of the God class living in heaven, and he had not a body. So there were things that God could not relate well to Adam. Hence, the need for Jesus to come down and take on the form of man so that he can relate to us. For that's how we have a high priest in the heavens who's tempted. I mean, he's been uh, he's been touched with everything just like us. Now we have a healthy relationship with them because we relate better. I want to tell you in this season, God is testing relationships. We have to have the courage and tenacity to look at who we're connected to and measure how healthy or unhealthy they are. Are they productive? Are they pushing me towards my future, my destiny, my calling, my dreams, my ambitions? Or are they weighing me down? Are, are, they, are they depressing me? Are they sucking the life out of me? Are they becoming leeches to me? Either way it go, relationships are all about choices. But we won't talk about choices today. Let's stick to the topic of relationships. Let me say something very clearly. I want to talk about this in the upcoming weeks, but I want to tell you just in case you don't make it back, that many people engage in relationships and leave away so heartbroken, so disappointed, so downtrodden because they enter into what they thought was a relationship when what they really needed was a partnership. Now let's explain this a little bit. Relationships can be bad. They can be negative. It's, it's a bank robber to the bank teller. They relate because they both want the money, but it's not a healthy relationship, but they do relate. Yes, you understand what I'm saying now. And so just because when a relationship doesn't mean that it's healthy, that it's what we really crave or need. God did not just want to be a relationship to man. It was a partnership. And what many people are looking for today, we're looking to partner, but we're only stopping at the relationship level. What you really need are divine partnerships in this season. 
What is the basic difference? And I'm glad you asked me. Partnerships always involve commitment. Relationships, we don't have to commit anything to each other. We just have to be able to connect to each other. We can connect on a one night stand and never be committed to each other again. And we had a relationship. Did you understand that? I know that's not the best analogy, but I hope it makes a lot of sense. A one night stand is a relationship, but it's void of commitment. And because there's no commitment, we oftentimes walk away feeling depressed, lonely, uh, um, um, like we've been robbed and stolen from because what we thought we were entering on some occasions were partnerships where we were committed to each other, where we were had each other's best interests at heart, where we said we do and we would always keep doing it. But at the end of the day, we simply had some sort of relationship. And when the times got hard or I needed a shoulder to cry on, there was no commitment involved. I'm telling you in this season, we must learn to move from simply trying to have many relationships to creating and exploring God-ordained partnerships. This is going to make all of the world of the difference as you move through the rest of this year. You're going to have to stop trying to keep making new relationships and begin to explore the divine, godly partnerships that he's putting in your life. God is a strategic God. It's not just how well we connect to others. It's time to commit. Let me say that again. We got to moving f move from just connecting to people to committing to the right people. What good is it? And the Bible says it this way. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Come on. You can gain all sorts of relationships. You can be the best networked person, the most liked person. You can have the most social media followers. Relationships don't produce anything. You could still lose your soul even though you're well connected. And I'm telling you in this season that God wants you to check your relationships and start looking for divine partnerships. He doesn't just want to relate to you himself. Come on, we got to learn to partner with God as he partners with us. Can I explain that just a little bit further? This is not the season to just relate to the church. We've got to begin to partner with the church because relationship means there's no commitment. So we can come and go as we please. We can check in and out at will. We can have one night stands with our ministries. But come on, we've got to grow beyond this relationship mentality and start getting into partnerships where we're both equally committed, or as my other generation says, we match our energy levels on a whole deeper level now. Now to the people I lead and to those who I connect with, there are some things I want to share with you that I've shared with them, but this is going to make a world of a difference. Relationships require vulnerability. It demands transparency. Let me say that again. Relationships require, I say require, vulnerability. And it demands transparency. We can't fully relate to what we're not transparent with. How do we know if we really connect if we hide everything from one another? There can be no healthy and full relationship or partnership 
with where there is no transparency. But transparency always requires a level of vulnerability. That's why it's so hard to be very in a good, healthy, uh, uh, prosperous and productive relationship or partnership with people who are proud. They'll never let you see their scars. They'll never let you see their shortcomings. Come on. I know I'm talking in my coaching and therapy mode, but it's hard to be in a healthy partnership with people who are narcissistic, people who are full of themselves, people who are abusive because they have one thing on their mind that is themselves. And if they're the only thing in their mind, if there's no real estate in their brain or their heart for others, then we cannot be vulnerable. We cannot be transparent because our relationship and our partnership dictates what do we connect around? I'm not perfect, so I don't relate to perfect people. I do relate to people striving for perfection. I have no problem being in relationship and partnering with people because we're transparent with each other. You see, somewhere in the body of Christ, we went through a season and we made leaders to be superhuman. They make no mistakes. And so we entered into a relationship with leaders and got very disappointed and heartbroken and downtrodden because leaders were not transparent and neither were we to say we have weaknesses. We miss it at times. Sometimes we're flat out wrong and we have no clue what we're doing. But if we were to be transparent with everyone, oh, my friend, we could relate better to each other. And it's easier to be vulnerable. You see, it literally means if I can't be transparent and vulnerable with you, then there's no way I could ever relate to or with you. Let me say that again. If I can't be transparent, if I can't be vulnerable with you, then there's no way I could ever relate to you. There's no way I could ever relate with you. Because at some level, we'll always have false personas, false personalities that we're presenting to each other. And our relationship may be built on simply a lie. OMG. How many times have you and I both been involved with people at different levels and woke up and said they are an imposter? What was I thinking? Well, let me tell you, we start relating to false personalities. Oh boy, this is good. And so we got to learn in this season, we need our discernment. Write that word down. We need our discernment. We, we, that's more than suspicion. We need our spiritual gift of discernment to see to the heart of man, to see the motive of mankind, not to be judgmental, not to look for perfection, not, not to look in comparison, but to really look and say, do we relate? Are we really on the same team? I'm telling you, if you take the time to explore your relationships, it will save you a world of good as you go forward in your future. Leeches relate to what they suck off of. They're in relationship. But the host, unbeknownst to the host, grows weaker and weaker because of that relationship. My discernment tells me that many people are going to wake up in this season and start shifting and changing gears because they're becoming aware that they are in unhealthy relationships, toxic relationships, and unfortunately, some even abusive relationships. 
But at the end of the day, you and I, we have to be fully persuaded that what it is, it's healthy for me. Let me say this even on different levels. You can even relate to sinners. Come on. The body of Christ is missing it. We relate to sinners for all have sinned and come short. I relate even if I'm not currently sinning. I once was a sinner and I'm not perfect. So I still miss the mark. But sometimes the pride of religion, uh, 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 the, 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 the religiosity of Christianity and other religions cause us to look down on people, to, to scrutinize them. But Paul said, and such were some of you. In other words, you can relate to more people than you want to, but you have to choose to be transparent and vulnerable. People don't need your polish. They need your process. Let me say that again. In this season, people don't need your polish. They need your process. They need to know that they can relate to you. How did you get out of this? How did you overcome this? How did you quit this habit? How did you break that power? How, how, did, how are you surviving? They don't just want to know your polished lifestyle. They're looking, can I relate to you? I want to spend the next few weeks talking about things that will kill healthy relationships. Oh my God, there are so many. But I want to jump into one to give you a preview of what's to come. And I want to give you the very first thing that are that is killing relationships, not just in the world, but in the kingdom. And that is insecurities. Make yourself know insecurities kill relationships. Insecurities stifle relationships. Insecurities put people in relationships in bondage. You see, insecurity is a uncertainty or anxiety about self. It's a lack of confidence. If I don't see me well, I can never relate to you well. Oh, did that make sense? So if I'm uncertain or anxious about me, my performance, uh, my ability or my skills, then that produces a insecurity. And because I'm uncertain, I don't relate to you well. So, so but, but the, another definition of insecurity, it's, 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 it's the state of being open to danger or threat. It's the lack of protection. You see, when we start measuring each other as our competition, uh, as our predator, as someone trying to get over on us, we always, our insecurities rise to the top. Now the Bible is very, very pointed because our insecurities are always rooted in a lack of love. I don't have time to explain it all today, but the Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. So if I'm afraid or uncertain, there's a lack of love somewhere. Love thinks no evil. Love keeps no record of wrongdoing. So how can we say that we want and we're having healthy relationships we would consistently bring up wrongs. No, no, no. Our standard is not our logic. Our standard is the word of God. Love keeps no record of wrongdoing. It's my insecurity. It's my uncertainty of myself that keeps account of the flaws done because it's waiting to measure. The, but in the, on the other side, we prefer someone other than ourselves. 
That's honor. And so we've got to start measuring relationships. Telltale signs of healthy relationships. What's our level of honor in the relationship? Do we prefer the other person? Do, do, does the other person esteem me higher than themselves? It doesn't matter their position. It doesn't matter their title. But do they honor and esteem me more than themselves? If not, they may be a lord or a slave master because they're sitting on the throne and they relate to you in a lower state. I know that's a hard truth, but let me just clarify this. Jesus said he was the greatest servant and he demonstrated it when he took off his towel, his outer garment and washed the feet of his disciples. Come on, he related to them because he also bowed and became where they are. You're not going to reach them if you can't sit with them. Let me say that again. You're not going to reach them if you can't sit with them. This is not the season to bring your trophies to the table. This is not the season to bring your resume nor your accolades to the table. This is the season to be healed. This is the season to be transparent. And this is the season to allow yourself a new level of vulnerability because someone is counting on the real you to stand up, not just stand up, but to speak up and to stand out because we are hurting and we're turning the corner on a pandemic. But at the end of the day, I don't relate to perfection. I'm striving for it. Yeah, but I don't relate to it that well. Let me help you for a minute. If you're not firmly fixed, if you're insecure, if you're not confident, if you're uncertain, if you feel like you have deficiencies that are just looming and people are always watching and counting your deficiencies, if you're not confident about yourself or your ability to do things well, or if you feel a high level of an inadequacy. I want you to take this season and let the father love on you. Come on. I'm, I want to be transparent with you. There's nothing like the love of a father. Your creator made you. He said, you're fearfully, wonderfully made. You're a masterpiece. You're the apple of his eye. Come on. He loves you with unconditional love. He loved you so much that he sent his only son not just to die for you, but to take your his, your place so that you wouldn't have to die and miss out on all the benefits of a healthy relationship with God. That's love, my friend. And you and I, we are loved beyond measure. This is my conclusion. We love our neighbors as we love ourselves, not like they love us, but as we love ourselves, you can't be in a healthy relationship with others until you get whole and healthy yourself. If you see yourself as measuring low, if you see yourself as not enough, if you see yourself as being second best or third best, then you're measuring and you're competing and it's hard to be in something healthy. I want you to take a moment or two. And just settle yourself and ask the father to show you his image of you, how he sees you, 
What does he do when he thinks of you? When, when you come to his mind, what thoughts does he have? Because I promise you, my friend, if you know how the father sees you, your confidence level will begin to soar. I'm not an advocate of self-help. I'm telling you there's God help for every problem. You've got to have good relationships. You've got to embark upon partnerships. But it's hard to do it from a very healthy place when you see yourself as deficient, substandard, or beneath others. You'll always allow yourself to hook up with what will ultimately hurt you. And my friend, that's what we're going to break the cycle of. Now, we're going to spend more time in the weeks to come because the healthier our relationships get and the healthier our partnerships get, the better we can handle power, the better we can handle money, the better we can handle influence. But at the end of the day, we can honor God a lot better, even in our relationships on this earth. Let me take a minute. If you don't relate to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to enter into a new relationship with him. I want you to take a moment and really check your heart. Come on, let's be sincere about this. For many of us, we know of him, but all of us don't really know him. We relate to him as being a lofty person who's untouchable, unattainable, who did something so unachievable that it's hard to imagine ourselves in a healthy relationship. For he looks high and looks low. We don't relate. But I want to tell you the truth. He's your brother. He came down just like you and I. He lived a perfect and sinless life. He struggled. He was tempted just like you and I. But oh, he lived a perfect life and laid down his life as a sacrifice so that those of us who committed sin, we could be redeemed and he paid the price and we can have forever eternal relationship with him. If you know you're not in right standing with Jesus Christ, just repeat after me and it won't be any magic. There'll be no special fanfare, no fireworks, but I promise you entering into partnership with Jesus will be the best thing that you've ever done. So repeat after me, Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I am lost without you. I cannot make it without you. Father, I have tried and I understand that I need you. I confess that you were born of a virgin. You lived a sinless life, a perfect life. I acknowledge that you died for me. And on the third day, you rose from the grave. I acknowledge that you are alive and you're sitting at the right hand of Father, making intercession for me even now. I declare today that I no longer serve Satan. I declare that my mind, my body, my soul is off limits to him and all darkness. I renounce him 
and all sinful and wicked ways now. Today, I choose Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that immediately as of this very moment, I am saved and on my way to heaven. Holy Spirit, come now. Help me be the example you need me to be in the earth. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, reach out to us and let us know. Listen, there's no greater decision, no greater miracle that could ever happen than you be born again. It's the best relationship choice or relationship upgrade you're ever going to have. If you need more information or if you made that decision today, I want you to email me personally. This is not my staff's email. This will come directly to me. It is C Howell, C like Christian, H-O-W-E-L-L at overcomersmovement.org. That's C Howell at overcomersmovement.org. Reach out to us. We'd love to partner with you. We'd love to send you more information, but we also want to celebrate your decision to upgrade your relationship with Jesus Christ. Don't forget, you can always go to our website for more information about books, about coaching, about deliverance ministry, or even where we're going to be traveling to in the near future. Once again, thank you for taking your time out. This is been, has been your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. with Conversations with Chris. I'll see you next time on our next episode. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory, and we'll see you next week. Take care.